Hello and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-op. Oh, wait, shouldn't Dylan ma- read it? Oh, yeah, I'm that's the it? rule. The second per- like, the, your second time on the pod, you have to read the yeah. intro. All right. Read it. Just Say your name's Philip. I'm Philip. All right. Just go whenever on, you're ready. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-op partner, Nave. Hello. <laughs> Each pod we play through a cooperative experience, then relay to you, the listener, if the game is the cream to the cream or of, of co-op or something better off playing solo. Nailed it. Nailed it. The laughing wasn't sus at all. Nope. Yeah. I think it's creme de la creme. Creme de la creme? Cre- no, I like cream. Uh, all right. But I'm actually Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner, Nave, and we have a return guest and a new guest from the Offshore Gamecast, Dylan and Dave. Hello. Greetings. Not going to be confusing at all. I know. Nope. With nope. the two unnamed voices. I might just go by Austin this episode. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, I'm Dylan. He, he's Dave. Uh, that's me. That's him. Nice. I hope this isn't someone's first episode because this is. <laughs> <laughs> no, when, when it goes off the rails, that's when it's the best. Oh, yeah. All right. So we are a co-op <laughs> gaming podcast, Dave. And a special question we always ask our newest guest is if you have a notable co-op memory you'd like to share. So it's hard to pick just one, but during the early days of Borderlands 2, which I completely no-lifed over and over, I ended up meeting up with these two guys, um, John and Zane, and the amount of times, like, wake up 8 a.m. in the morning to, like, 6, 7 at night before dinner, just, hey, you guys want to just play the campaign again and just do that over and over, like, every single day. I think I have... I think 30 days as my one zero character. Cause I just kept using him over and over and over just to redo it. Oh, I miss those. Days. Bet you get a lot of those badass points. They have oh, that in the second <laughs> one. Oh yeah, they do. I just got a flat 20% damage increase just for playing the game. Yeah. Let me start a brand new character and blow everyone out the water. Love borderlands. In this episode, we are going to talk about Anna Cruces. Before we get there, let's talk about the games we've been playing this week. Dave, what have you been playing? I've been playing a lot. Mostly just trying to knock shit off of my backlog, kind of inspired by Philip's uh, attempts. So just got through Tales of Arise, which was oh, probably nice. an 80-hour uh, ordeal. It ended very poetically. Somehow felt worth it at the end. I don't know how that came about because I've been, I was stuck in one dungeon for like three weeks. Like I would get like four fights in and I'd be like, fuck this shit. I can't do it anymore. And um, But the game... Uh, there was a sex allegory. I, I like I like me some sex. The sword going into the the rose. I was like, I get, I get it. I like it. The I Japanese like it. are so subtle. Mm, oh, so yeah. subtle. The flower petals going everywhere. But yeah, so uh, that's pretty cool. I mean, it, you you if you you already know if you're gonna play Tales of Arise if you're gonna like that game. There's no need to try and sell that. I I couldn't get through Tales. Oh, which one of Arise? Tales of Arise. Or just no, Tales of Arise. I mean, it's the only one I played. That was the first one I jumped into. Uh, well, I, I hated the combat. <laughs> I hated the combat. I you would get just used to it a little bit. I just put it on the auto battle. Yeah, auto battle's great. 
We're, yeah. this, this is going to come up later in this episode about this game, but <laughs> being able to just make the computer do the do the work, it's like fantastic. I'm like, oh, I love this. And you get, of course, they play suboptimally on purpose. They start using your yeah. fucking items and shit, mm-hmm. like healing a little bit too much. I'm like, okay, I get, I get it. You want me to, you want me to have my hands on the controller, like the, your, the stupid Teslas, whatever. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I've been playing uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and I got into a little bit of hot water on Twitter, Philip. Really? Uh-oh. What happened? Uh, I tweeted, I was a little high on emotion at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a surprisingly emotional game. It's very, yes. uh, it's very good. I did not expect it. Like the second, yep. the first half of that game, I was just trying to get through it. I was like, this game's funny. It's holding me over, whatever. Put it down for like three months. Someone convinced me to get back into it. And it was right at the part where it just randomly takes a left turn and starts getting super emotional with each of the characters. And I'm like, what is this? And I beat it and I beat it in like one and a half sittings, basically. Like I got almost all the way through the game in one sitting and then uh, it was really good. Anyways, my hot water on Twitter, I made a tweet while I was posting a bunch of screenshots saying that the Guardians of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy hits emotional highs that The Last of Us 2 only dreams to have reached. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. All right, so we we named Guardians of the Galaxy our game of the year last year for the Offshore Games cast. So really? we love that game. When it was uh, initially it's... announced, I destroyed it. It looked terrible. <laughs> it looked like they put a little more effort into like one of those Marvel mobile games, and I was not having it. But I still pre-ordered the deluxe edition anyway. <laughs> it happens. It's like we I'm a notorious Marvel hater. Uh, I make a, a couple people upset just on that basis. Where I at one at one point said I would rather pay sixty dollars for an empty plastic case than play a Marvel game, <laughs> and then somebody told me to go fuck myself because Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy is good, and I was like, ah, I'll get it if it's like on sale, and it goes on sale like a week later. So I ended up buying it then and being like, okay, I yeah, this game's this game's pretty good. It reminded me of Final Fantasy uh, remake a little bit, how you just you control one character in an action-packed like fighting system, but also you get to tell everyone what to do, which was really clunky at first, but I keep telling people to like get through it because once you start unlocking all the cool abilities, like and all the ultimates and stuff, the combat starts getting a little bizarrely like infatuating a little. It's like I'm like I don't like it's just it gets so addicting to just see Rocket turn into a giant mobile suit Gundam and then tell <laughs> and then while uh what's his name Green Boy is knocking everyone in the air and then the assassin <laughs> ladies cutting everyone up. I'm like this is a great. I this looks fun, and it's fun every time you do it. Yeah, combat takes a little bit to like get into the groove with it, but once you do, like it, it works pretty well. But for us, it was it was the writing. It's the world building narrative that yep. just goes around with the characters and how they interact and just basically just live their own lives. And you could just move on to another room, and you can still hear them talking and just like you you'll be sitting there on the couch, and then Gamora is just yelling from the cockpit of just like chiming into a conversation. It's just that sense of like it's so real and immersive in that way it's just absolutely what drew me in absolutely and the and it almost never gets old i one thing i did notice is that it never stops so i was like talking to somebody i think in a party i can't remember who it was i was talking to someone it might have been philip but like i kept trying to wait for a moment to speak and then i was just like i'm just fucking pausing the game like i don't like what i just want to hear what they're saying also but it's like they can just keep fucking talking i don't i'm trying to engage in this conversation with my bud you have to wonder like how many actual lines and like how much dialogue they wrote for the game because it's constant like they it's like it feels like they're there like in the ship or in the level with you with how 
how much they react to what you're doing and the things you say and it's just it's it's kind of crazy i mean like literally going to a point where rocket's talking it's like all right we got to go this way and it's like you start you see like a little side shoot and it's like oh let me go see if there's a collectible and in the middle of just quell quell where are you going (laughs) yeah it's good and then you come back and he's like what'd you find over there that was just a dead end yeah you fucking probably should have followed us or flarking sorry literally (laughs) i love it Anyways, yeah, game was really good. I'm playing Fable Anniversary now because last week we did Fable 2, and I oh. was really trying to channel Fable for the Xbox showcase, which we might get into later. But um, uh, Eric from Game Positive uh, called me out on being an achievement whore because there's an achievement for wearing a dress as a man, wearing a dress, having a beard, wearing a red wig, and using a crossbow to headshot somebody called I Did This for the Chivo. And oh uh, Eric set Stupid. me up for a T-ball just to knock it out of the park talking about achievements and stuff and i didn't realize it was an achievement because i didn't really play fable anniversary edition i beat the first game back in the day so i didn't feel like i needed to play that game again and um so i went back and i started playing it just to get that achievement just to make a video just to shut eric up from game positive and turns out wow fable is fun what (laughs) so i guess i'm gonna beat the game i'm even to the point where i'm like i'm gonna get all the achievements except there's one achievement that's fucking tied to smart glass that doesn't exist anymore and i'm googling like can i can i emulate smart glass somehow and everyone's like nah we tried every fucking way it's so annoying these achievements that become un- unobtainable from like things that just get shut down like multiplayer servers and stuff like that i mean developers you need to stop stop it i can't get my thousand g's i'm glad there's no platinums on xbox whenever this shit happens to me because that would drive me fucking insane they should just do the thing where they give everyone the achievement yeah gears of war did something like that or yeah, you know what yeah. uh, a, a really awesome thing is that uh uh what is it uh ubisoft with uh Rainbow Six Siege. Why am I so confused? I'm like, I play this game all the time. I can't remember the fucking name. But Rainbow Six Siege, uh, multiple times they've moved, they've changed their achievements so that the unlock, uh, the unlock conditions are different, and like, they, like they completely rewrote the entire achievement script so that they, uh, they can remove parts of the game and not have unobtainable achievements there. So like, there was like a single player mode. I can't remember what the fuck it was called, but they took it all out. And then interswapped them with achievements for like getting flashbang kills and killing someone with the breaching charge and shit like that. Like really cool stuff. And like developers should take notes because that's awesome. I mean, it's definitely very interesting to hear Ubisoft doing something good. <laughs> it would be the right. Siege team too. Dylan or Dave, who wants to take this one? What have you been playing this week? Uh, I'll jump in with some right. Marrow Strikers Battle League. How is it? It is a lot of fun. So I, I'll I'll start with this. This game, if you're not going to be playing online, it's not worth $60. Because all it has is... So, very in-depth tutorial, first off. like If you go through the whole training mode, it takes like a good hour to learn everything. You, you It can get very in-depth. Um, but then after that, all they have are just little championship cups against AI teams. And there's six of them. That only took me a few hours. Then they unlock like, the harder mode of them, which is really fucking hard. Uh, and I, I just I gave up on that because it was too hard. Um, and then other than that, it's online. So 60 bucks, steep price, kind of. But if you're going to like put time into online, it's probably worth it if you're just there for single player, unless you have someone you're playing with all the time. That, that's, that's a big ask for this game. 
Well, as far as arcade soccer titles go, how does it hold up to like the Captain Suba games? I, I have not played a Captain Suba game. You haven't played Suba? No. What is that game they just really? I think last month. So what was it? May, March, February? I don't know what the fuck last <laughs> month was. But um, they uh they released a soccer game that's like street ball or something, and I played it for like five seconds, and I was like, I am not unlocking an achievement in this game <laughs> just so oh, I could no. hide it off of my fucking list. This is terrible. Wow. Like they really <laughs> want everyone to subscribe to Game Pass. They really do. They want this games for gold shit gone because this game sucks. I wish I knew what the fucking name was. So I haven't played an an arcade soccer game until um, since uh, the the GameCube Mario Strikers game. Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't played that game in a long time. This is giving that same feeling. The uh, the super shots, whatever they call them, the ones that are hard to pull off, but are like the crazy, like almost guaranteed two points look really fucking cool. The art style. With the fireworks and the confetti and the woo, fucking, you did it, fucking shit. So even before that, it's, like, very anime. They'll do, like, their whole, like, crazy animation. It cuts, like, three frames of just them, like, slightly animated, like, clearly, like, hand-drawn in a way. And it's very cool. It is very cool. Oh, is it that cool um, stylized, like, drawing style? I I really like that shit. Yep, it is very cool. It's, it can get um, rage-inducing online sometimes. (laughs) Uh, but they, they have a very cool like club customization thing for online. So you can have up to 20 people in your club and you get pretty good customization for like, they have a decent amount of different logos with like logo backgrounds. You choose your Jersey colors and you get to name your team. So it's, it's cool. So each character has like its own signature moves, right? Yes. So do you like draft players before each match or like, is it like so- Birdo's OP, no one picker? Dude, does Birdo <laughs> shoot eggs at people? There is no Birdo. Not, not oh, right now. Missed opportunity. Um, is this even a Nintendo game without Birdo? <laughs> My favorite Nintendo character? They um. So it depends. If you're doing one of the single-player tournaments, you just kind of pick four players for the characters. Yeah. If you're doing online and you're in a club, you have like your one character you chose, and that character is always going to be there, and you can change it as you want. Uh, so you have that one character and they all have their own stats. And then I have my brother in my club and his character is Waluigi. So ever since he joined the club, I always also have to pick Waluigi and then just two random characters. They just pick two for you. Kind of interesting. Makes me wonder how this game is going to perform competitively. Because, you know, there's like a scene behind the GameCube. Was it Mario Sluggers or whatever the baseball version of it? Oh, really? There's a, there's a competitive scene to that game. People that's are, pretty cool like there's a legit meta ridiculous but i love to i mean see you that. could definitely go in deep with this because there's a bunch of gear you can apply to each character and the gear will uh add some to one stat and take away from another Serious so you can really kind of yeah you can min max that yeah. yep it's not like we can participate anyways because we already broke the first rule that we talked about soccer club well, let's move along so dave what have you been playing uh so I have been absolutely addicted to South Park, the stick of truth and only realizing just how much I've been missing out. Like, you know, when you have those games, you, every once in a while you have those games where you play it. It's been a few years and you're like, so disappointed in yourself for not jumping in so much sooner. Control for me right now. (laughs) Oh yes. I a hundred percent agree with that. 
Uh, but I, with the very limited amount of South Park that I've seen, it was one of those where my dad was like, out of everything, you can't watch that. Go watch anything else. Definitely not that. Definitely not Dragon Ball. Go, go away. Um, so I've seen maybe in a total of like a few random episodes and then the entirety of season nine and ten. And I get none of the references, very few of them. But the way that the game is made and how it, it, it's so like a fluent open worlds that is just ripped straight out of the show with just so many references and side quests and collectibles and stuff that I will love to understand one day. But for someone who <laughs> knows basically nothing, I am having so much fun. The like the most ball that I could have is like its own fantasy world. It always makes me yeah. want to jump into something like that. Like I have no total, no, totally no understanding of anything. Like this is probably funny to someone as I put it in my pocket, never to be seen again. <laughs> just like, Exactly. Like I'm walking around and I'm like doing side quests. And as you're walking around, you have like the little uh, like because it's an RPG you have drawers and other stuff, whatever has like a little golden uh, knob you can open and then collect. And then uh, you're going around, I'm opening every single thing and you can go into each of the kids houses and you open their closet and the entire closet is filled with references based on that character. So I'm looking at it. I'm like, huh. All right. I close it and I just walk away. <laughs> yeah. I watched a lot of South Park growing up and it's a good show. Uh, very crass, of course. But South Park's but, probably yeah. one of the most consistent TV shows that have been running as long as it has. Uh, it's it's probably the most consistently funny. I mean, out of like the huge ones, like what is it, Family Guy? What's the Yellow People one? Simpsons. Wow, that sounded racist. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about the Simpsons. It's not a racist thing. <laughs> Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. God. Yeah. Right. Good save. Good save. But uh, out of all of those, man, South Park is the best one, for sure. Well, they kind of, at some point, I'm like, I'm not exactly a huge South Park fan, but I I grew up watching it, and at some point when they really switched to just, all right, we're just gonna make fun of everything going on in the world today. That's when it's just like, all right, you can do this forever. Yeah, there's always something yeah, stupid you, going on. Have you guys seen that documentary? It was like five days to air or something like that. Like that shows their uh, style of their style of constructing episodes. So it's I ridiculous. haven't watched it, but it's it wasn't it literally like okay, we have a week to make this episode. We have to make it happen. Yeah, like every episode. That's how they're so topical all the time. Is because every episode is like brainstormed like up to a day before the show comes out. Like they're yeah, still throwing shit together. Like it is insanity. But uh, do you think you're gonna stick with it? Finish it up? Absolutely. I I out of the few sessions that I've played, they've definitely <clears throat> become more and more prolonged. And even with like the battle systems. It, it's a lot less of, oh, let me just brute force. Like, oh, I need to worry about my partner. I need to worry about healing and just other skills. And just like, what is weak and what, what they're resistant to? Because it's, you will die very easily if you just brute force it. And that just that style of gameplay with the plethora of collectibles and just things popping out every single second, it feels so lived in with stuff that I have no idea about, but I'm still laughing hysterically at everything. Do you think you're going to jump to the fractured butthole or are you going to watch some South Park and try and catch up before getting on there? Because that game's battle system is actually very different and it's developed by Obsidian rather than whoever the fuck did the first one. Ubisoft, I think? I don't know if they... I, I know, they published it, right? I don't know yeah. if they developed it. Or did, is that what it was? I might, I might be getting things screwed up. 
Uh, I mean, I, I I like to take, depending on the games, I know that the battle system is very different. And part of the reason that I wanted to jump into the Stick of Truth so fast was because anytime there's some sort of sequel and it's interesting, I'm like, I know it's already been out for years, but I want to play the Fractured But Whole. I don't feel comfortable unless I play Stick of Truth yet. Um, but I like to take a little break in between so I don't get burnt out and I will absolutely be trying to catch up on some things. I think this bleeds right into I've been playing. We talked about Dave and his... Uh what those Japanese developers are up to. Hey, I tried to what? pick up over at the library. They had the Bayonetta Vanquish combo. And I'm like, oh, I want to play Bayonetta. Pick it up. I'm like, what's this weird robot Vanquish game attached to Bayonetta? I'll give it a shot. Mm. Dude, this game is like really good. Oh, it's Vanquish. so good. Yeah, Vanquish. Like My, my man. I jump in there and like you have this big grizzled American, of course, dude with a gun and he's like yelling at you constantly. I'm like, this voice is so familiar. I look it up and this is the voice actor of Spike from Cowboy Bebop. And I think huh. one of my favorite lines from him was like, Intel, is that some pansy crap you learned at the Academy? Whenever we were like, we need to gather Intel before we go out, like up ahead. And he's like, no, we're just going to kill them all. It is the one of the most video game video games I've ever played. That's oh, the Japanese absolutely. specialty. Plays like Resident Evil 6, but... uh. I don't know, you're in like an Iron Man suit with guns? You should play Metal Gear Revengeance. On the list. I own it. I actually got that one from the thrift store. And I'm holding on to it. <laughs> in my backlog. Which name? I finished a game in my backlog. Vampire Survivors. It's on PC Game Pass Game Preview. So it's not complete done, but I've, I've finished all the content up to this. And it might be the best game on preview status I've ever played. It was really good. You should have played Pit People when it was preview. <laughs> Cause that thing was that shit was the shit made by the behemoth, with that funny guy who's in jail now, the voice actor guy who's addicted to cocaine. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. No. (laughs) What? (laughs) Am I crazy? I'm I'm on the weird part of the internet. Could you? Would you believe it if you looked at me and Philip? Which one is on the weird part of the internet? But yeah, there's this (laughs) crazy. This really funny guy. If you if you like played Battle Block Theater, he's in that as well. But he's just—he's like friends with the behemoth, but they like cut ties with him because he's like crazy into drugs, and everyone's like, "It can't be that bad." And it was like that bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was like going insane. It actually felt made me feel pretty bad because he seemed like he was really in trouble. But, anyways, pit people's fun. I don't even know why I'm talking about pit people now. It was game preview, but oh yeah, I recommend Vampire Survivors on PC Game Pass. It's like um, uh, you get—you remember Boxhead Zombies? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Boxhead Zombies combined with Castlevania, the the 16-bit, like, on NES-style art. Like, it's all a Castlevania reference. All the monsters are these Hollywood-style gremlins, ghosts, and ghouls, and stuff like that. But it's also a top-down shooter where the screen just gets covered in bullets at, by the end of it. And, like, you never win in the game. Like, it's all based on, like, a timer. Once you hit 30 minutes... Death spawns and just instantly kills you. You just last as long as you can every game, which is always 30 minutes. Really good. I want to point out and say that I have played Boxhead Zombies in the last year. Oh, does it hold up? Oh, it 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 brings back that nostalgia. Just being able to get those new weapons and just run around and like place the barrels, block them off. Oh, I miss it place so much. Place them barrels. Exactly. Makes you want to play that stick man RPG game where you could smoke oh, cigarettes no. and ride a skateboard. I remember that game. Uh, your, increase your cool point. Yeah. Cigarettes. All right, Nave, what did you buy this week? What was on sale? Well, I bought something. Hold on, let me... I lost my notes. Uh, I bought 
dot 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 risk of rain too i had some money left over i had uh i was using my reward points to put some money into my account but i could only put like 25 dollars in or some shit i don't know i did it was more than i needed i had extra money left over bought myself risk of rain 2 is on sale for like five bucks sent a copy to philip for like two bucks I was like, this game looks like something that we should definitely be playing, and I know by the time we get into it, it's going to be on Game Pass, so that's going to fucking make me angry, because that's always what happens, but uh, it's interesting. I hear people reference this game all the time. Uh, around the same time it came out, I'm pretty sure there's another game called Rogue Legacy that had a sequel come out also, and every time they talked about Risk of Rain, I thought they were talking about Rogue Legacy, so I was like, oh, that's cool, Rogue Legacy has fucking co-op and shit, that, that sounds right up my alley, and this is not the fucking... This is not when I went to buy it. I was like, "What is this shit?" Just looking at the trailer and everything. Anyway, we got it now. I don't know what it is, but apparently people like it. Also, went and bought a. Wait, wait. Do you know what it is? That's all you said. No, I don't know anything about it. But apparently, it's a really good co-op game, and people like it. Mm. It's it's sort of like That'll a roguelike where you, I think, and up to four people uh, shoot down in these little like escape pods. You burst out, and you immediately just start searching the area for weapons and like gear to upgrade yourself. And there's little enemies throughout that you can slightly level up. And then there's just one giant big baddie towards the end. And then you get everything you can. And I think you just get out. Sounds pretty rad. I'll give that a shot. All right, Nave, what is this weird game on the list? Though? Super Perils of Baking uh, made by Lilymo Games. That was not on sale. I just bought it to support my boys over at Sacred Symbols. And the game is hard. And they warmed me. And it... Uh, I'm not good at these two-dimensional games. It's like a it's like a homage to like a homage, if you will, to like Super Mario 3 and shit like that. It's like a 2D collect uh, all the things kind of fucking game, Donkey Kong Country style. Right up uh, intergalactic pine cones fucking alley. Not mine. I I got the achievement for dying on the first level. It was to like the third enemy that I didn't see coming. Um, yeah, right into a Goomba. They're cookies in this game. It's really cute whenever you kill an enemy. <laughs> Uh, you get a recipe for them, and it shows a fucking recipe on the right side, and then it shows, like, the Pokédex entry on the left side. It's really fucking... It's really cool. And it seems like there's a lot of enemies in here, so... Like, if you're into that kind of thing. I found a warp to World 51 right at the beginning of the game. It's, like, on the second one. My dog's going nuts. And, um... (laughs) Wow, is level 51 hard. Holy shit. And the game... Like, there's, like, a mysterious boy that flies around. He's like, hey, you probably shouldn't be here, but, I mean, go over there if you want. And I was like, fuck you, I'm good at video games. And I, like, died a hundred <laughs> times on the first jump. And I'm like, you have to bounce off a jump onto, like, a, a piranha plant fucking thing. This weird fucking motion I just made with my hand. But um, <laughs> it's so hard. But it's very charming. If if you're into two-dimensional, like, platform, platforming games, check this game out. It's cheap. It's awesome. Funny. Goes right into our news and updates. Guys, the Xbox Bethesda showcase just happened. What? Huh? Dave was even What's featured an Xbox? on a one one H one D whenever they did a live coverage of it. Yeah, recorded. it's interesting because I didn't I didn't he was like, Oh I thought we were gonna meet on like Discord or something. He's like Zencaster and I was like, Okay, that's interesting. I guess he just wants to see us and he's like, No, we're not using video. And I was like, Hmm and then he, and then it was recording and I was like, Hmm <laughs> I guess we're recording something. But um it it was really fun, and I didn't know how it was going to work. I was like, I guess you're just going to watch the stream and just play that at the same time, like three, two, one, clap, sync it up. But he he put the stream over the entire show, and like, what is it called? Where you equalize the 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 audio yeah, levels? Like dampen that- the audio for stream whenever they talked. 
Yeah, so every really time cool. we weren't talking, the very trailers technical. like got louder, and then when we started talking, the trailers would kind of deafen a little bit, so that you could hear what we were saying. It was really interesting. So I was like, "Well, you can close your eyes and imagine the trailers." But yeah, it was, it was really fun. We did it with uh, Eric from Game Positive, also. So, which uh, me and Dylan had a conversation with about the show beforehand, of which I was wrong about every goddamn thing I said. So yeah, I didn't do too good either. So. <laughs> Eric was killing it. He's a smart guy. Yeah, he's was there super any, smart. Any games that stood out to you guys that you really want to want to ch- want to chat about? Want to do a little chatting? I mean, we could just jump right into Starfield. Okay, quick takes on Starfield. Game bad? No. I'm looks, gonna looks great. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking come. Yes, me too. <laughs> what? All right, let's highlight the things that were kind of iffy though. Like, did you notice how they had to, like, No Man's Sky walk around, scan things, and, like, mine with a little laser? So and then I, you I go saw... to a crafting, and it's like, look at all the resources. You need to craft stuff. Instantly, I'm like, I don't want to deal with any of them. I, I saw there's a video going around, too, of, like, a side-by-side of Starfield and No Man's Sky, and people are putting, like, Todd Howard's voice over it. It's like, it's a one-for-one. And, like, oh, no. I get it. There's comparisons, <laughs> obviously. But I think you could take, with the journey No Man's Sky has gone on i think you could take uh <laughs> you almost just fucking punched dave right in the face <laughs> he had a lot uh, of emotion in that sentence I w- i'm very passionate about yeah. what i'm about yeah. to say <laughs> i think you could take a lot of other sci-fi games that kind of do a side-by-side with no man's sky and see a lot of similarities but you can say the same thing between something like starfield and skyrim because it's like what's the difference yeah. you're using a gun to mine materials or you're going into a cave in skyrim and just whacking at the the ore and then just taking it from there it's i'm just gonna address the elephant in the room okay starfield is just breath of the wild clone i'm tired of yeah, everyone okay. dancing around it <laughs> obviously and then once you climb up the tower and use your eagle vision to scan all the targets that's when <laughs> and, I then you, and then you and then you jump yeah, off and you fly yeah. away yeah but then you jetpack off yeah like you jump out of camera view and then oh you God. jetpack away this joke is going too far <laughs> hey what was up with that space combat like star wars battlefront 2 back in like what was it like 20 whatever 2007 i had like better space combat than starfield where they slowly spins around to shoot people in the butt hey listen the the space combat all right, you're in a big lumbersome giant fucking thing. All right, this isn't anime. Mm-hmm. All right, this isn't One Piece. <laughs> I know what you're into with your pink T-shirt. This isn't well, anime. Like, all right, you can completely shirt. customize your ship too. So, so I wonder if you can. Oh, you can it make like a, absolutely like a small, upgrade it and like a small quick fighter or something. Yeah. Oh, uh, on defining Duke, uh, Mr. Matty plays brought up something really interesting where he pointed out that all of the enemies that he, that they were fighting in the combat, which looks like you know okay comma looks fine but uh all the enemies were level two and if you know anything about these kind of western rpgs it's that you are poo poo doo doo butter at the beginning of the game and then you turn into literally jesus christ himself coming back from the from the dead so it's like it might just be like the pipe pistol fallout 4 kind of situation where everything sucks at the beginning and then you slowly get better in which case you could probably uh, you could probably point that at the criticisms towards the space combat that philip has I'm going. I'm jumping to the defense. I don't know why, but but yeah, quite possibly maybe like an early build of a ship, and then you do eventually get like boosters that can maneuver a little bit better. But I don't know. I get they're showing us the intro, or at least like a a you know condensed version of the intro where you like attack the pirate camp and then you go to space and fight space pirates. Why not show us the the cool stuff at the end? 
let me see like i feel like in the skyrim trailer or whatever we saw level three dragon shouts and he was like running through fighting you know red liches at the end of the trailer you know like dragons they're saving the dragon when you get the full game space dragons i mean if space this was dragons. a game that i've wanted to make for 25 years i'd want to keep a, a tighter lip on it okay we're, we're, we're defending Starfield. I, dave literally t- i have the text from him uh-huh. i texted him last night after i watched it said xbox by far the best an hour and 40 minutes later he texts me starfield is going to make me come so fucking hard <laughs> I was oh such a pendulum. God. Like, if you listen to that one, uh, one H1D bonus episode, where the very first thing out of my mouth was, holy shit, that smoke was the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Or something like that. The smoke from landing, and I was like, what the fuck was that? That's like the first thing you see. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, it's the No Man's Sky thing. And I was like, oh, that was a cool animation. And then I was like, oh, he's mining resources. And I was like, oh, look, you get experience for discovering things. And I'm like, oh, this combat looks a little weird. It was like, this kept happening over and over again. But at the end, I ended up really high because Todd Howard was hitting everything that I wanted to see. I was like, I want to see character customization. And almost as if he had an earpiece directly in the fucking feed, like like the FBI. He was like, all right, we've got to show him character customization quick. Pull that one up. And I was like, I want to see I want to see their space flight. He's like, there's space flight. And I was like, I want to see space combat. He's like, there's space combat. And I was like, I want to see this sh- fucking shit light speed in like it's fucking Star Wars. And they went, meow, meow. and I'm like, that's what I wanted to fucking see, boys. And I'm like freaking out. Like he was hitting it over and over, everything I wanted to see. And after I watched it a second time, I was like, okay, yeah, this, this game's going to be ambitious as fuck. I have a lot of questions, particularly about the procedural generation. I want to know how that's going to go. Because most people know that, like, on Oblivion, most of that map, a lot of that map was procedurally generated. And then they just went on to the procedurally generated map and, like, crafted, handcrafted shit on top of it, right? And if there are, like, he said there's like a thousand thousand something worlds you can explore it's like all right that's cool if you like building like settlements and shit like philip does and kinshi or whatever the fuck he plays on his computer and it's like i don't want to do that i want to like learn stories and explore caves and shit so hopefully there are like designation designated planets like this planet's for harvesting resources this planet's for landing on it and exploring this planet's for story and there's gonna be a bunch of cities and shit on it that's what i want to see so i don't want to have to explore like barren wastelands over and over no, again because that's going to kill me. I think it'll totally be like that. I think you, you'll you know when you land on a planet like, oh, this is clearly the planet to go to for this resource or this, these few resources. That's all we're really doing here. I think there will be planets where it's more known because they did have um, real quick when they were like scanning around one of the planets, it was like structure here. So you knew like where to land and like, okay, I'll explore the structure, see what's going on. If there's nothing else, I'm out. Oh, it's kind of like oh. Mass Effect Three? That's, that's what I'm thinking exactly. about. I was thinking about Mass Effect like one through three. I was like, yep. we gotta probe the planets to get resources from oh, Mass Effect so One, where it's like probing. every planet has like one base that you would land on. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, yep. this base is overrun with evil red enemies. We're gonna kill them all. And I'm like, thank God I'm here. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I do best. I will say, if they do like have those one thousand planets, one of them's gotta blow up at some point. As you're going in, like towards it, like, like a literally, you land, here. you land in the system, and all of a sudden, boom! It's like, well, we have a quest. <laughs> Be pretty cool. You just, you just aim a little bit to the left, and the Death Star's right there. The not the Death Star, <laughs> legally distinct orb of death, orb of destruction. The cube. Yeah. Anyways, game uh, looks fun. I think that's enough. Yeah, Starfield. I'm uh, closely track everything that comes out, but I am hesitant. Well, Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. Game Pass. 
Game Pass. What is the uh, Team Ninja game, Philip? I see you scrolling on the. So I was freaking the fuck out. I'm just sitting here watching you scroll up and down this damn. I could. Philip has like 11 monitors in his room, like he's in an office. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, a monitor right behind him that's turned uh, yep, off. I but I can it. see his article yep. he's scrolling through, but there's yep, literally no one behind one. him. So I'm like, <laughs> is Jana like. Does, is Jana like remote viewing this monitor like flip like on an iPad or something? Does she know I could see that? But it's Philip looking through his thing. Okay, is that uh, Naraka Blade Point or is that no? That's the no. That's the that one's out. Big one. Oh, we're talking about Wu Long. Yes, Wu Long. Yes. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Let's yeah, go. Wulong. I got yeah, like, some serious this, Anamusha vibes from that. This is a better. Um, what's it called? What was the FromSoft? No, what was the Bloodborne? From Dark Souls in Japan. Sekiro. 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 Yeah, that's it. Yeah, don't talk trash about that game. Don't do it. Could this be the Sekiro killer? You know? No, no, I will not stand for it. I mean, I was also I was getting some Neo vibes from it. Yeah, yeah, that totally. I just started replaying uh, Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden got uh, the trilogy got released on Game Pass, and I'm like, I'm gonna go play this first one. Easy, huh? Woo, yeah, so easy. Yeah, I'm fucking really blazing yeah, the like a Lego game. I didn't die to the second enemy. Dude, I remember playing that back <laughs> on like 360, the Ninja Gaiden 360. I don't know which one it was. But I'm like, man, this game is like hard. And I thought it was good because I just beat Ninja Blade, which is a different <laughs> ninja game. But it's from from ridiculous. software. <laughs> yeah. But from software ninja, made that. Ninja Gaiden's really tough. What are we talking about? On oh, what other games we got there? Yeah, old Wolong. Looks what good. was the uh, Ravenlock? Ravenlock. Right? Yeah. Ravenlock. Yeah, see that there? Oh, the new Coco Cucumber. Yeah. Oh, I I loved Echo Generation. Every single thing about it. Do you guys have do you guys remember back in the day that there was that Cartoon <laughs> Network uh summer resort vacation? Yeah, I played that. The little oh. like flash game. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. I thought yeah, you were talking about Total like, Drama Island. I was like, I don't know, I'm lost. I'm confused now. Also fantastic. But I, when I saw Echo Generation coming out, the vibes from that mm-hmm. summer resort game from Cartoon Network, I'm like, this is it. I've been waiting for this sort of adventure game, and they're finally coming back. And I absolutely loved it, even though it was a little hard. Some of the, it was a little hard in some points. Yeah, it gets obtuse. Yeah. I remember, like, of course, they would reset anytime you reset your browser because it was a flash game. But like we'd be playing at school, and I'd be like, I gotta get as far as I can. I know I can speed run the first like three missions in the, yep. the resort, but I can only get that far. Then I don't know what I'm doing. I yeah. just played the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, where they had the cheeseburger, and you're like building a big cheeseburger, and I'm like, this is I know good what you're talking enough about too. Yeah. Um, oh, anyways, Raven that Lock name, man, amazing. the name ain't great. Because every Raven time Lock? I every time I've heard a podcast bring up that game, I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck that. I'm like, oh, you mean Flintlock, right? That other game. And they're like, they start describing it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that no. Yeah, that game looks fucking awesome. I just wish it didn't. I wish I had a name that would evoke the imagery of that game. You know what I mean? Okay, you're mixing up Flintlock and Ravenlock now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there was two locks in the same showcase. And whenever they would bring up that game, I'm like, that sounds like made up bullshit. That's not real. Flintlock is what you mean, clearly. And then they're like, no, (laughs) sure. This is the name. I'm looking at it right now. I'm like, all right, well. Did you guys Whatever play you Echo say, Generation? Buddy. No. What? Echo Generation? No. Okay. But uh, it's on Game Pass, I think. Like, yeah, uh, it's, I have it, it on my two-play list. It's, it's a very fun game. And it, this is the same, it has like the same exact look as Ravenlock, but Echo Generation is a turn-based RPG. 
Ravenlock looks to be way more of an action game, and like I'm there for that. Look the aesthetic me. is so good. The it, enemy yeah, design, oh, really ah! and it's like voxel. all 3D, but also yeah, the voxel art. I was just yeah. about to say, God, ah, please but more. Play Echo Generation. You should see some of the enemy designs in that game. Absolutely, in the school. Ugh. Ugh. I'll move it up on the list because it looks so um like kid kitty on the cover. It's just like the dude. It does. I mean, it's supposed to be that like late '90s. It's like, yeah. oh, we're going down to the video store. It's like we're gonna take the bus. You know, like we're all walking over, hanging out to our friends. Let's go up to the treehouse. It's right, really funny, um, and I've almost went on a tangent. Don't, don't let me. It's forty minutes. Scorn, <laughs> the one where you pull the like umbilical cord out of you. Scorn, yes. Uh, I saw that one. I'm like, I need to play this game, and it comes out in October, it. and I'm like, spooky game. Spooky it's not gonna be that good, but it's gonna look really cool. I'm just gonna be like grabbing phallic shaped objects out of my <laughs> fucking belly button. That's one of my worst fears. I have nightmares about that. Someone jamming their finger in my belly button and disemboweling me. Ever since a, I was a kid, I was like, you I don't know what happened to out. me. I was like, this is fucking, that's like the most horrible thing that ever happened to me. And whenever I see that kind of imagery in a game, I'm like, well, this better be going somewhere. Like, there better be a reason why you just did that to me. Usually, trauma like that comes from either movies or like an event. And this just sounds this just sounds like a little fun made up thing. <laughs> I would love Maybe. I would I would love to know where the thought process of please don't disembowel me through my belly button right now came from. You you know what I genuinely think it came from? I have no proof because I don't I don't know the time frames and when I developed this whole thing, but I think it might have been from the Matrix. Okay. Well, have, you, have you seen the first Matrix? Because it, there is a they put a bug and it goes in the belly button and it is yep. fucking horrific. Oh, okay. It's like that one scene. What is that one movie where the guy puts a rat on someone's belly and puts a metal can on it and then starts heating it up with a blowtorch? Is that Game of Thrones? That's not Game of Thrones. There's no <laughs> blowtorches in Game of Thrones, Philip. <laughs> no, there's dragons. They, they came up with blowtorches. Yeah, they just have the dragon as a blowtorch. Yeah. They just hold they're the like dragon a, a Starbucks. There's a, the Starbucks canonically in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah I get and it. And blue but... jeans, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. what I'm, Someone knows who, what I'm talking about. It's like some mob movie, I think. I don't know. It's lost to time. Anyways, the Matrix scarred me as a child, I guess, apparently. Scorn looks great. That's what we're talking about. I want to play Scorn. <laughs> Every time I see it, I just think gross the game. Yeah, it yeah, looks really gross. It's a very gross looking game. Yeah. <laughs> Another game we need to talk about, but uh, High on Life. What I was saying, yeah. it, this is the oh Rick and Morty God, game. Yeah. Uh, this game, oh, High on Life and Scorn are the exact same game, just with complete tonal shifts. They're yeah. just ling- the yin and the yang of each other. It's Yeah. Yeah, gr- I mean, what if gross and funny, or what if gross and not funny? Yeah. <laughs> gross and horrific. <laughs> like I feel like in High on Life, you have the guns that are talking to you, but I feel like in Scorn, they would just be like moist and squishy and just make you feel sad. <laughs> and then they crawl into your skin like it's fucking the mummy. It's like terrible. Oh yeah. Oh, right that, into your belly button. That freaked me out as a kid. Seeing those scarabs crawl through the skin, that terrified me. I'm just going through all my childhood drama from movies all of a sudden, <laughs> just back to back to back. Has anyone seen the 1980s blob? No. No. I would flush the toilet and run out of the bathroom. Oh, man. Well, 13 ghosts made me horrified of the bathroom. I hated the bathroom. And I didn't. I don't know why it translated to the toilet, because it's the naked lady that's in the bathtub that scared me. But <laughs> it, it was. It, I would flush the toilet and it'd be loud. And I'd just be like, gotta fucking go before she gets mad. <laughs> yep. What are we doing here? All right, real quick. Uh, just in our, like, going through one, the number one thing that stood out to me was that Persona 3, 4, and 5 are coming to consoles. 
because Fuck, these are yeah. games that have been like sitting off to the disc forever where i'm like those games are really popular i really would like to play one too bad they're only on like psp and playstation and stuff like that you know consoles i don't own and i was thinking about emulating them and i'm like nah it'll come to steam one day i think they're already on steam or something but now they're coming to game pass but all worked out i was really begging because you know Phil has been very Phil Spencer very much about uh Daddy Phil. Daddy Phil. He's been pushing uh like, you know, they're making a push in Japan. They they want to get into that market. And as soon as they were showing Persona, I was like, oh please tell me we're getting Persona 6 now. Please tell me we're getting Persona 6. I think that's gotta be because we we even got the spin-off day one. So having all of the games released on Game Pass, like not even just on Xbox, but on the Game Pass. It is like right. that's such a huge statement. It makes me think about because everyone was complaining about Persona for so long. We got all of Yakuza. It's like we got all of Yakuza mm. on on the on Game Pass. It's like we're so buddy buddy with Sega. What the fuck is going on with Persona? <laughs> but then I look back and I'm like, maybe Sega. Maybe this was strategic. Maybe it was so separated, but like time wise, because they didn't want Persona to cannibalize Yakuza because Yakuza was doing well because of Game Pass. But at the same time, imagine if the, everything released all at once on Game Pass, like Yakuza and Persona all at once. That's games. kind of what was tumbling around in my brain but honestly i'm just glad we're gonna get persona and i've never played persona 3 so that's gonna be fucking sick even though people are upset that it's the portable version which apparently doesn't have cutscenes or something i don't know that's but weird. at least you get to play as a girl which is philip's favorite thing yeah well i mean you know they say uh your favorite persona game is the first one you played and the rest are terrible <laughs> i agree i've only played five you won't like the other one you should play four <laughs> it's good. i know that's everyone like... says persona four but yeah i loved five and the soundtracks right. are on repeat at work. Damn. Ooh. Damn, they're good. Persona 5. So I haven't played 4, so I'm not entirely sure, but Persona 5 might be the best soundtrack in a game I've ever heard. All right, is there mm. any of these you guys care to talk about? Because I don't care about any of this stuff. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of shit. Redfall? Which one? Redfall. Redfall. Co-op game. There's co-op uh, farming simulator, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, man, there's so yeah, many co-op games. Like, a lot of yeah. co-op games. It's right up your alley. Oh, there's the riot thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I guess, I mean... Philip. That's your fucking favorite <laughs> game ever. Dude, I played like two ranked matches today, and I had a Yasso top lane who died to Mordekaiser, AFK'd. What and a fucking said, idiot! I know. And then Mordekaiser said, Hey, where's Yaz? And I'm like, He AFK'd. And he's like, It was worth it. Like, I'm happy today because I was able to make a Yaz player AFK. And I'm like, yeah, that's you're, you're almost goes. you're almost happy that a last player lost, even though that means Dude, your team same. loses. I'm like, I wish I could honor a teammate for, <laughs> for him dunking on my Yasso. Like it's like Vayne players, Zed players, Yasso players, they're all the worst. Yeah. Hey Dylan. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember do you remember when we played that game and then you died and had to respawn and it sucked? Uh no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he was he was doing the go help me do this, the this, hand this motion. It's our thing. It's our thing. <laughs> but um, yeah. League uh, of Legends though. Yeah. League of Legends. All of the all of the champions getting released for uh for Game Pass subscribers is immense. Like like I was saying yeah. on that one H1D thing. I think all the champions are like what seven to ten dollars. How much are they like in real life money, Philip? I don't know. I don't spend real life money. I don't either, but they're, they're like <laughs> as far as the champion uh, value in the store. I'm pretty sure that is like two hundred something champions at ten dollars. Like That's release. fucking so um, all of them. It took me like seven years to fucking get all of the champions for free, like legitimately. <laughs> like 
fucking yeah well i haven't played it in like eight months so i'm like 12 champions behind now so it's like doesn't even matter to me anymore but it's like that's an that's insane the riot games thing i they must have dropped the fucking money bag for that for all of those games too valorant uh the other ones that don't matter as much <laughs> i'm sorry jana what is it called team fight tactics Team Which tactics, in yeah. Team Fight Tactics, that's what you objectively get the least in because it's just like here's some little little dudes little that legends? you can yeah the oh, little man, legends that's the best part that's just your little avatar in the game like so you get like nothing for that game but anyway I mean Bright that's games. the thing I kind of felt about this this whole showcase is that even the games that <clears> or the things that didn't matter to me because like I don't care about those games they still were like this is still like a big thing for someone this isn't just like random nonsense this is like yeah, like that that's a big deal. Yeah. Watch this magic trick. <gasps> I just Whoa. used my phone. I'm just kidding. I'm not a magician. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So you had me tricked. All right, Nave, what else do you have on these news updates? Or is that just from the, the thing? Hmm. I gotta get my notes back up, so I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. Um <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, these are things that happened to me recently, but I don't know. Ah, fuck it. We'll probably only talk about this game for, like, fucking 15 minutes, right? So, um, my Xbox started breaking. My Series no. X started fucking shitting the bed for, like, four days straight. My OS was dying, Philip. Did you do the thing like I did, where you go through the BIOS and, like, do a system reset or whatever? All I did was bitch and moan to all my friends every time it started happening, even slightly. <laughs> I just complained in the most annoying, obnoxious way with a nasally voice. And... So, like, I would hit the guide button, and it would freeze. Or, like, my chat would completely lock up. And, like, I just... And I, and I knew if I hit the guide button, it would take, like, 20 minutes for it to open up so that I could hit down and wait five more minutes to and then hit down one more time. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking do that. So I'm just going to let the chat come back whenever it feels like coming back. And that happened forever. Until one day I was playing ESO, and my Xbox just fucking blue-screened. Like, Ooh. just went... Poof! My fucking TV just went blue. And I was like, what is this? This is interesting. This is a new thing. And I hit the power button, and it wouldn't turn off. And I was like, well, I really don't want to unplug this thing right now. So I'm just going to go to sleep. And so I went to sleep. <laughs> I rage slept. And whenever I woke up, it still wasn't turned off. And so I was like, I'm just going to go to work and uh, oh, pretend rage this work. isn't a fucking... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a great day at work, and then I came home, Xbox was turned off, turned it on, fixed perfectly fine. Have no idea what the fuck happened. I don't know. Oh, Maybe it's because Microsoft I had, like... Microsoft for you. Yeah, Microsoft <laughs> tapped into my Wi-Fi there, like, before this guy blows a fucking gasket on his podcast that eight people listen to. Um, it was still Todd Howard. He still had... He yeah, was still Todd Howard was listening well, in. We gotta he's get like, his Xbox he's like, now. Dave needs help. He's like, this is for the Starfield delay with my little buddy. Here you go. And so fucking fixed my Xbox for me. But, uh... Yeah, I don't remember what I was going to say. My Xbox is fine now. It was very scary. That's weird. Yeah, that it was very weird. weird. It's probably because I had like 17 games on my uh, quick resume for like <laughs> two years. So like, yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah, Skyrim was still him. on quick resume. I don't know why. But uh, I don't know what the hell happened to me. Um, the other thing is uh, I got fucked up by wasps today at work. Like, oh. a fucking assassinated. They were hiding in a mailbox. I stuck my hand in. They oh, wrapped God. around my hands like a Dark Souls character and then fucking jabbed their stupid little dagger butts, oh. dagger butts into my fucking finger. My poor pinky. And Never my hands are again. That's a nightmare. 
yeah, and I'm very scared of wasps. They, speaking of things I'm horrified about, I, I'm scared of wasps more than I'm scared of getting disemboweled from my belly button. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's like much we, more likely. If there's a black widow crawling on me, I wouldn't freak out as much as a wasp. Like, a black widow's on me, I'm like, oh, fuck, and, like, trying to get it off. If there's a wasp on me, I'm like, no, 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 I'm fucking screaming no. Like, I'm, like, yep. pleading with it. I can't you help it. You just fall to your knees, you start begging, like, anything <laughs> but this. Like, seriously, and so I went, the worst scene in any movie is the Nicolas Cage bees scene, and we scream bees, and I just imagine it's wasps, I'm like, this is the worst thing ever. But, um... Yeah, so I drove. I like literally abandoned the mailbox. It's like one of those big boxes that you have to. Oh, it was a lock, and you have to open it up, and there's like eight people's fucking shit in it. I just abandoned it, and I fucking, <laughs> I fucking ran away in my fucking truck, and and I like sat in the spot, just cried. The mail. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cried for my hand and then i was i had packages for these people and i was like i think i don't know how i'm gonna close that box so i'm just gonna all these packages i could have put in there i'm just gonna deliver them to these houses and on the very last house there's this little old lady sitting on the porch she came out and she's like oh thank you oh thank you sonny you know gate took my package for me she didn't sound like that she just sounded like a normal woman but i just want to <laughs> exaggerate for dramatic effect she was like oh i might have some wasp stuff in the shed and she opens up the shed, and I see a wasp in the distance. I'm like, fucking being. I'm like, following it in like I'm in vats in fucking Fallout. God, she turns around in. and just sees you speeding away. Her, she her she wasp comes back. Stuff was just her little minions. Yeah, she's gonna. She's the wasp queen, fucking uh, from One Punch Man or whatever. Anyway, so she comes back with the wasp stuff, and she's handing it to me, you know, talking to me. And then she, I think she sees the fear in my eyes. Like, I'm going to have to go into the dragon's den and slay the motherfucker. <laughs> and so she's like, I'll I'll drive up there with you, Sonny. And she drove up there and <laughs> killed the wasps for me, this sweet old lady. Bless what? her soul. She Yes, and I just watched like, wow, that was, that was really brave of you. She like opens it up and just like, fuck you. Just starts fucking destroying them. I'm like, like I don't know how you do it. That's, <laughs> and that's... then like wild i'm mean, just imagining like two wasps coming home from work and their fucking house is just destroyed like it's sub-zero scorpion <laughs> origin story anyway i got stung by a wasp and it sucked a good story i want to take this point to thank our patrons old pinecone and michael superbacker and instead of kicking uh more credit towards our patron patreon whatever talk about the offshore gamecast so what do you guys do on your show we talk about video games, believe it or not. Nice. Uh, we're we're very we're very on top of new releases, like indie stuff, big stuff. We're on top of that. So come to us for that. We're covering the news every week. Season three is about to kick off this week for us. Oh yeah. Actually, this comes out Friday, right? Yeah. Yes. Season three is out for us already. Just started <laughs> yesterday. Check it out, co-op partners. Uh, and go to offshoregamescast.com. I just completely redid the website, and I'm very happy with how it came out. How do you guys designate the seasons? Because that was something that jumped, bounced around. I'm, I thought about it. I can't think of a funny anecdote for that. We do it roughly every six months. It kind of kicks off with like the big gaming event. So when we started, it was like Summer Games Fest. So it's like our first episodes we're covering, and they're like three hours long, covering what we think is going to happen and like what actually happens and that kind of stuff. And then we end it right before the next big gaming event, and we take one little break. So right before uh, Game Awards, we we finished up, took a little break, and then came back with season two, talking about all the Game Awards news. And now we're going to be starting season three back with Summer Games Fest. Nice. We'll have we do ours break based on reactions. years. Try not to take breaks. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's tough not taking a break. <laughs> also, uh, so are you guys like in a basement? What's going on with like the background here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in a basement. We're we're working <laughs> on making the studio. Uh, yes, we're on the other side of the basement. You know, yeah, what... we're normally on the other side of the basement, but that's where all the water pipes are, and I didn't want to do. We can hear people pissing. And I didn't want to do that to you guys. Yeah, so I wanted to look to like a Bioshock hacking mini game behind you going on. It, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I was like pointing at my camera like you guys can see where I'm pointing. Like you can triangulate it. But there's like this window behind you. And it reminds me of Ed, Ed, Nettie where fucking Ed oh, used to live. Oh, yeah. Yeah. sure. Yeah. And I was like, that doesn't exist. Like the That's, fucking window yeah. to the basement. And oh, there it is. Right here. Yep. I got a whole bunch of them down here. That's scary. I don't know why, but that scares me. That That's like... You would see feet walk by or something. That's what I'm expecting constantly. Like or this like, fucking that's where jack. I break in at, you know. Like this, this ominous. This place looks scarier whenever I have this turned off. Hold on, because you can kind of oh, no. see. Oh, it yeah. looks like I'm always because you could barely see my jacket outline because of the light. So it looks like someone's standing there always. Fucking hate it. <laughs> but I'm expecting that to. In the fucking go to the break, Philip. Oh, we gotta do the Twitter. <laughs> Nave, what should you what should you tweet? No, I tweeted uh, something, but nobody cared about nobody this game. About Can you believe game. it? Yeah, I didn't right, even name the game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was the least caring one about this game, surprisingly. <laughs> All right, let's take a break then. Music plays. All right, do you guys need a break? Bathroom? Drink? I'm good. I'm all right. I'm in the back. kitchen. Okay, you stay in there. <laughs> so... Anacrusis, which I believe is how it's pronounced, but I'm not 100% on that, from Trey Bombay. They developed and published it. This is their first game. Did you say Tazon Day? The guy who made Chocolate <laughs> Rain? Trey Bombay. God, I had uh, that queued up for like yeah. 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were seemed ready for that. I was so ready. I had no emotion in my face when I said that. <laughs> so this game went to uh, preview status in January 13th, 2022. And what is Anacrusis? From their website, which is under what is the Anacrusis, they said, our game starts with four unlikely heroes, Nessa, Guan, Lance, and Liu, searching for signs of other survivors on the Isolode, a massive starship ravaged by hostile aliens on the edge of explored space. I just want to say those characters' names roll right off the tongue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right up there with Zoe and Lewis and... Francis. The other ones, Bill, yeah. Those ones are a bit easier. Okay, so uh, just off the top, me and Ave, we tried to play this game. We played like a quick play and then like two of the chapters. We started the third chapter and then I think we either wiped or froze or <laughs> for whatever reason we got to a point where we were just like, I can't play this game anymore. And we both just like left. We very Go well could have not come to a point at all. We just looked at each other and went, let's play Gears of War now or something else. <laughs> that, Anything else. That's pretty much exactly how it went for us. We we played a few of the whatever the chapters, whatever they are. And then we just kind of hit a point where we're like, I think we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I think we, 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 yeah. Now we talked about this pre-show, but uh, we are, we're soft critics. It's hard for us to say something's bad because Games take a lot of work, and they take a lot of time. They take a lot of money. People dedicate themselves to the craft, and I completely respect them as game developers. They've already weighed, made way more video games, but as anybody can say that their cheeseburger from McDonald's sucks butt, 
I can tell you that this game sucks, but it's not, it's not good. It's really the, all right. So it, for people that don't know, it is essentially left for dead. Like it's one of those in space with aliens. It, the setting could be cool. Like the whole aesthetic they were going for. And instead it feels so empty. That's the only thing that's even semi cool is just the visual aesthetics of the surrounding environment. It's a retro futurist. It's almost a uh, yeah. a take on like Star Trek and uh, maybe Fallout if everything was a bit more chrome. Yeah. It also feels and very like, like death, death loopy as well. I didn't play that one. I was thinking like I was thinking like Fallout uh, had a baby with Austin Powers. Yeah, it's like that seventies <laughs> psychedelic yeah. vibe going on. You know, uh, as one thinks. A lot less <laughs> shagging though. It was very uh, sterile. Uh, this game it, only has 10 employees no apparently working on it. Yeah, no mojo. <laughs> Definitely early access. And they say they have a they have a lot coming on. This game has been in development for over like two years at this point. They've been working on it diligently. Uh, so, interesting, because I went to their website, because I did a lot of research on this game. And I kind of talked about it before we started. Do you guys know what an anacrusis is? No. Okay. So it's a like a certain, I don't know what you call it, like an instance in music and poems where it is a unstressed series before the song or poem actually starts. The most famous one is apparently in happy birthday. Everybody starts out happy. Then it goes to birthday and birthday is where the song actually starts because the first <laughs> like two notes of happy birthday, those two notes are the anacrusis. Where I don't know why you were, I thought you were going to be like the most what? famous one being the preamble to the Constitution of the United States yeah. of America. I, know, I, I don't know I, why. Yeah, I thought it was going to be something. Yeah. No, it's, it's happy it's so birthday. <laughs> like, I tried to find out why they named it Anacrusis, and I could not find anything on their website or anything. I mean, to be honest, it fits the entire game perfectly. <laughs> what? All style? No, no substance? Oh, God. What substance? <laughs> The monotone word before birthday, that is this game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty descriptive. Then that They nailed it. <laughs> maybe my, they're my trying to point. tee up their sequel already. Like, maybe the sequel is supposed to be, like, fucking Serious Sam or something. Oh, my God. Whenever we were playing it, uh, I was taking notes while Nate was just like, hey, write this down. I write this down. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the experience. The first yeah. thing I wrote down was like 10 minutes into the game, Nave, a Nave quote where Nave says, this game fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. And that was 10 minutes into the game. And I'm like, come on, Nave. It's not that bad. I'm always it's the one saying. around the same amount of time. Yeah. It, the, the, the shooting is the, completely weightless. It's, it's like you're shooting like little water spurts at these aliens that all look the same. And it's just nothing. Maybe it's because we're in space. You ever think of that? <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't fire bullets in space, Nave. Because if you're firing bullets, you could blow through the side. We need smart bullets that can only damage the aliens and not damage the surrounding structures. I was making a joke about he said the word weightless. Oh, I didn't catch that. That's okay. It I happens sometimes. That one. <laughs> it's rare oh, for it me. Went, like it went right over my head. Like it wouldn't go like, every sentence. <laughs> Never go over my head. I would catch it. Or what is it? What movie is that? I don't know what the it's fucking Guardians movie I just quoted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Guardians. Play right. the game. So, but the guns—they—they got cool designs, right? Where you like plug a soda can or a, a water milk bottle into the side, and it, it goes like whoosh. 
You know what I'm talking that about? Was like, it looks like a CO2 like for airsoft. Yeah. yeah. You load your airsoft bullets into the gun. The, there were a couple of things that like, I mean, if we're going to talk about positives, that, so like some of the design, there was that, uh, the flasher, that cool enemy that just like made things really bright for you. That was oh, cool. you, you mean the one that, that, was, gave, that was pretty physically cool. hurts you? <laughs> the one that actually in the real world does damage to your physical form. <laughs> That's the cool one. <laughs> that is that is the biggest positive that I can take away yeah, from that that's, game. Yeah, that's kind of what we came away with was that was a cool enemy. And it's literally nothing more than, oh, that's different and cool. Yeah, yeah that's, it's the most innovative, but it's also the most obnoxious. I thought you were going to say, oh, cool, I can't see this game anymore. I can imagine <laughs> oh, I'm playing that, that something been else. Good. That would have been good. As soon as the flashlight gets close enough, then the credits start coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, we're talking about good things. Best mechanic in the game was the AFK mode, where you can just, you can pause it and click go AFK, and your character will play for you. That's so, great. I was, like, eating that, taquitos, <laughs> watching Philip play. Did you guys have, like, a couple AI people with you, or were you, like... I got some randoms and some AI. Usually okay, AI, because so yeah, the randoms would just quit in, like, 10 So that's minutes. what we had. We had a random, they quit, and then we had an AI, and the AI was probably one of the more humorous parts of the game. We had, the, on our first chapter, like, our first, like, mission, we had a teammate jump down an elevator shaft and, like, go down. He didn't die instantly like he would in Left 4 Dead. He just went down. So it's great because the guy that just quit, his little AI robot dude, he ran over to save him. Looked <laughs> down and yep. found the air elevator shaft and was yep. like, damn, that's a long way down. And then oh, he man. just stood there. And what was unfortunate <laughs> is that we had to hit a button for an elevator, but everyone needed to be there. So yep. <laughs> the AI wouldn't come. So I showed up and I'm shooting the AI. And Philip was like, Nave, stop. We need him. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's just standing here, and he's like, we just need to wait for that guy to die. And I look down the elevator shaft, and he's got, like, half of his health bar left. And then he just yeah. leaves. And now he's AI. And I'm just like, oh, Philip, <laughs> you're fucking killing me, dude. <laughs> he's like, why do we have to keep playing this? We did the exact same thing, or I did, uh, except it it was a random. Great. Off the cliff? Or when you no, get on the elevator. Just, like, start shooting them or he something? was pissing me off, he so was... I killed him. <laughs> I just started shooting him. Oh, absolutely. What were we talking who was saying, like, oh man, we need to introduce PvP to Anna Cruz? There is PvP. You could shoot each other. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. It's great. Which is so weird because on their website, they the whole point of this game is like the idea to create a social environment for gamers to come together during like pandemic times. That was like their whole like outstanding goal. But I'm like if this game is just helping on cooperation, why can you shoot each other? Why can you intentionally <laughs> screw each other over in this game? Like oh, at so one point, the pandemic thing—that's how they came up with the fucking "go away from me, bubble boy" fucking attack. Dude, that bubble boy is kind of cool. Ooh. It's actually kind of interesting. Like instead of a melee attack, you have a like self, right. yes. a self yeah. bubble that's, that pops out. Yeah. But for some reason, they tied it to the left stick. For the use case instead of the right stick, which right stick is traditionally melee in most. No, it's shooters. like seriously, like with quick without thinking. How do you melee? Uh, uh, right stick. You know what I mean? It's like you can't yeah. melee in this game. LOL. But the closest thing is this fucking bubble. But it's on the left analog stick, and it's like quick. How do you sprint? And it's uh, clicking the left stick, and you're like, no, that's melee. You fucking idiot. You don't sprint in this game, stupid. And I'm like, luckily you can hockey it, which I did a, instantly. And I was like, oh, thank God, I can fucking fight now. I can. 
because I was constantly I'll go into a room, waste my bubble, and I'm like, fuck. And then I have yep. to fucking just get my ass kicked. The thing, there was that, another what's up? Well, that's also the fact that you can't sprint. This you move so fucking slow. Oh my and god. And if you end up wiping and having to like restart from the safe room or whatever they call it in this. It takes so fucking long to get back to where you were just to try again. Twitch, do you did you guys play the level where it goes in towards the outside and there's like that little like shifting down where it's all like the grass and it's really tall grass? Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's like it, an almost you, a Yeah. It, it's like it, a part in our, Vermintide. Exactly. <laughs> on our fourth try of going through that section because it was absolutely infuriating, we I was just looking and be like, can we just run? Can we just like, <laughs> just avoid everything and just get through the grass and just get to the door because I can't do this anymore. That's exactly no, me and Philip were already at that point. Me and Philip went yeah. boom straight to the fucking door while our, our fucking randos are just out there fucking fighting the good fight. And we're just standing at the door waiting for them, just holding out, being perfectly fine at the door. We just sprinted right through the grass. Well, we didn't that care. Whole, that whole point is a horde mode where it's like, I think it says like escape or something like that. And you have to just run through that point. Yeah, because like, we were we shooting and fighting for a while, and it was like, why are they still coming? So I wonder if they updated that, because I okay. have my notes here from when we played this, which was around the time it came out in early access, which would you say was like January? Yeah, yeah, it was way back. We just we, recently played it, yeah. Yeah, so we, I, I have in my notes complete lack of direction, and I'm pretty sure when we were there, they didn't have anything like escape or like run away. It was just like, we just thought like, okay, we have to kill these enemies and keep moving like normal, so that was... Also part of the problem there. Yeah. There's still a really bad sense of direction in this game. Like, there is no uh, environmental... Like, you know how, like, some, some developers, like, have lights in a room that exactly. are brighter than the lights everywhere else. Yeah. So you're like, ooh, look at that. You go over there, and that's the direction you're supposed to go. Like, I hard, you hardly ever get uh, lost in Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead's going to come up a million times. I'm about to make 100 comparisons right now. But it's like... <laughs> Uh, the whole thing you guys were talking about before with the with the no sprint. There's no sprint in Left 4 Dead either. But you guys have a really high movement speed at the beginning. The movement, the default movement speed in this game is the same. It's it feels like the same movement speed in Left 4 Dead when you're injured, when you're in yellow health and you start limping. Yeah, yeah. Like that is because in Left 4 Dead you get progressively slower the less health that you have. In this Which game, I'm not sure. Genius if that's, that is? Like the like, amount of tension oh, you so gain, good. the slower you get. Where you're like, oh, I yeah. just need to get to the safe room, but you're at like 14 health, like red health almost. And you're like, I don't know if I'm gonna be fast enough to make it. As you see, all your partners running on, leaving you behind. It's like a, a tank is running up behind you. I'm not gonna make. But that <laughs> another thing just came to my mind where we were just all of us, all four of us had the same experience of some some idiot. Sometimes it was me. Fell off a fucking high place and died down at the bottom, but it doesn't instantly kill you. For one, it doesn't instantly kill you. Does that? It does kill you in Left 4 Dead. But for two, in Left 4 Dead, if you fall off a ledge, as long as you didn't get fucking knocked into the fucking stratosphere by a tank, you, can hang on. you yeah, you you can immediately hang on. magnetize, and it looks really funny and goofy. They implemented this in Vermintide as well, where it looks very jank and video game like, but at the same time, it is a fucking mechanic that when it's gone, you notice it's fucking gone. Because this mechanic of just walking straight off a ledge like it's fucking, like you're Peter Pan and you're about to fly <laughs> off into fucking Neverland. You just go straight down. It's like, it's not the thing, man. Like, there, I understand not trying to like completely rip the, your inspiration, but 
there are reasons why some mechanics are there, and I think that maybe that should just be the baseline. And if you can improve on those, then go ahead and do it. But there's a, re it's like aim down sights is in every game for a reason. It's because people think it, people just naturally want to do that. Like, mm -hmm. and it feels weird when you can't. Totally. All right, so to do another Left Dead comparison. This game does feature you can do the challenge of the door. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but in Left 4 Dead, you can repeatedly <laughs> press X to open and close the safe room door. And while you're doing this, it's really hard for the other player to walk through. So they're getting uh -huh. messed up by zombies on the outside, and you're just mashing <laughs> to keeping the door, keeping them from opening it. And this, you can do that and repeatedly open and close the safe room door. It's a bit harder, and they can Half-Life jump crouch through it, I think. Yes, but. that's how I would get through it. Because Philip always, as soon as Philip sees the the door, he bolts straight to that. He fuck fuck the team, <laughs> get to that door, so I could challenge the door. He killed me once from it, didn't you? Or did you so. save me? I don't remember. But so this game, it's interesting because the door opens. It's like a, it's a space door. It it's has a, a vertical door. cut mm -hmm. down the middle, like vertically. And it opens like up and down, so like you have to jump I think it through has a like horizontal you... cut. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it well... opens vertically, but the cut is horizontal. I didn't graduate high school. I'm sorry, guys, but <laughs> <laughs> horizontal, vertical. I don't remember, but um, yeah. So it's the left and right one, the hamburger. You nice, gotta nice. be the you gotta be yeah, the meat and the double quarter pounder. <laughs> and squish your way through that fucking. I will middle give part. credit to one random who once I like did it a whole bunch. When he finally beat the challenge of the door, he instantly walked in and started shooting the crap out. Of me. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I'm like, thank God, someone, someone will stand up to me. <laughs> All right. Uh, perk picking this game. There's perks that you get as you progress that customize how your character performs. This is actually pretty interesting. Except they really goofed the UI on it, and they've almost oh. had a heart attack. I this, don't, this segment. man, I just got out of a rant. Am I going into another one? I guess yeah, I am. how bad it is. Yeah, let's Jesus. Like, wait, so when you guys first started playing, you guys got to pick perks, right? Like the little matter materializer things? Yeah, yeah. Which, which is like a, it's a cool idea. Yeah. So this, I don't know what the UI is like on the PC, because we're playing on the Xbox. But on the Xbox, you get three perks, right? You know how you mm -hmm. choose these perks? It's one is assigned to left on the D-pad, one's assigned to up on the D-pad, one's assigned to right on the D-pad. Now, let me ask you a question. Where do you think the one that is right on the D-pad is? They're displayed like one, two, three, like in horizontal. I'm learning. They're horizontally on your screen. One, two, three. Which one is right on the D-pad? Would you say it's the middle one right. on the right? Is it the right? No. Hand? The one oh. on the right is up. The one on the middle is right. The one on the left is, I don't know what the fuck is going on. All right. I was always, I was like, wow, I can headshots people and they explode. That sounds cool. I hit up on the D-pad and it's like, you fucking idiot. Now your SMG bullets don't have recoil. And I'm like, bitch, none of these guns have recoil. Why is that even a perk? God, I have the SMG. How do you do that? Like, I, like, are they in Australia? Are all their buttons upside down? What the fuck is going on? Like, how do you, like, it's, there's one on the right, but it's not right. How? I'm gonna have a fucking heart attack right now. <laughs> that's so simple. <laughs> it, Any, that, do they play their own game? That That's kind of like, that, that's the story of this game though, right? It's like, hey, there's some cool ideas, there's some cool concepts, but it's just like, the very basics somehow got lost. Everything is half-assed. 
I just don't understand. Like, I played it for like 10 minutes and I was like, there's like 15 things that, like, do you ever think that, like, maybe we should all just get together and fucking just somehow learn code and just make a fucking game? Like, is it this hard? Is it this difficult? Like, probably. To yeah. Ma- make probably sure that hard. The things are lined up. I don't fucking just to understand. Be fair. <laughs> I would love to see, like, the earliest build of this game. Where it looks like seen... tofu from Resident Evil, just fucking everyone's tofu running yeah, around. All just blocks running around and just see... wondering if it was e- like better than, <laughs> like more abstract, made it actually funner. <laughs> Any anything that could make it anything from what it is. The alpha was blockhead zombies or whatever fuck we were talking about earlier. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Yep, like three D blockhead zombies. That could be interesting. And like make it so like there's like heavy gravity so no one can jump or anything like that or just like. There's no verticality, so it's just got to deal with everybody walking. <laughs> like a, a first-person shooter where you can't jump. They do that in Doom already. <laughs> they do that in Stanley Parable. <laughs> All right, so uh, this this game does have a story or story-like chapter mission. Uh, but they have all of the same cutscene in the beginning, and I could not tell the difference between any of them, except one of them, you get to carry a radioactive toaster tube thing. Are you guys, did you guys have that part? I don't remember anything about radioactive toaster. Okay, this was actually was like one of the most potato. interesting. Yeah, it was the most interesting mechanic where you would get cooked if you held this radioactive thing for too long. It was an alien artifact, and you had a cook meter. And if you got too cooked, you died. And so <laughs> you would have to carry it. And when you were about to get too cooked, you would drop it on the ground, and someone else would have to carry it. This is the most cooperative mechanic they've had so far. And I was like, we were oh, actually having is- fun. Yeah, like, until this is, oh, this is interesting. A spawner spawned somewhere outside of our vision and just kept repeatedly spawning monsters. And then we got locked in a little box where we couldn't get the fucking because the the radioactive football, whatever we're calling it, fell in there. (laughs) And now we can't get in there and everyone's dying. God, these spawners. When are we going to talk about these stupid fuckers? All these stupid enemies. Let's talk about the special infected. So they have a uh, a tank light version. I don't even remember what it was called. The brute brawler, like, brawler, brawler. Brute, I don't whatever. know. He was just a bigger zombie. Big it wasn't that interesting. We were Wait, confused because he... there was one in the room with us, and I pinged something, and it said I pinged the charger, which the ping is very reliable in this game. Like I hardly ever pinged something and accidentally pinged the wrong thing. This was a moment where I did ping the wrong thing. I pinged something and it said guns versus kittens something the charger and we're like oh it's called a charger just like in left for dead and then someone else pinged it and it was like the brawler and we're like what the fuck are we looking at right now and i've realized (laughs) that the charger is the ammo recharge station it is the charger Uh, and i'm like well that's unfortunate (laughs) like that's a that's the name like what like what is the thing that gives you grenades is it called the smoker like what the fuck yeah why would you do that okay to lead into the smoker whatever it is, infected. It's a, uh, what's it called? Just the grabber? Something. I think it's called the grabber. I don't know. I hope it's yeah, a placeholder name. Yeah, that one's name. basically just a smoker, though, right? Yeah, it was just a smoker. With it? But yeah. this thing had, like, dead on. It never missed. It had never. insane grab range. like So fast. 70, yeah, it was like, the second you saw it, you can't shoot its tongue either, because the second it grabs somebody, it would teleport them to the grabber. It wasn't like <laughs> yep. they were getting dragged away. Uh-huh. It was just, they were there. Which I'm glad you touched on that because when you get hit by a smoker, you have a second and a half or so to fucking ah, karate chop that fucking tongue away, wherever the fuck it is, yeah. intestines yep. or whatever. Yeah. 
Did we ever learn what that is? Is it their intestines? Do they vomit their intestines out? Gross. That'd be cooler. I just always Uh, thought of it as the tongue. Yeah. I just don't understand why all the special in this game are basically like the best varsity and they just don't stop. (laughs) They're they're bullet sponge, too. Like they just absorb all the shots. And that that was also one of our issues with the game was how it was like it gets pretty hard. It's con- it's constant. With it doesn't the special. That's the thing. Like they keep coming. They don't stop. And you can't make the game easier unless they updated that. I don't know if they added. They they do have difficulties. Yeah, we were playing remember. on normal, which we only okay, so wiped once. I, yeah, our, I think we only wiped once. More times I think, playing. I think we're we, fucking around too much. Yeah. You see, we oh, played this five months ago, but even if we played it last night, I think the memories would still be repressed. <laughs> it's really hard to pull these memories. Like, Phillips just ke- has to keep provoking me with negative emotion, and that <laughs> was, is what's bringing forth the fucking demon that keeps coming out. That's me there right there. There was one point where we had, like, a horde mode where we were in a control room, and I don't remember what we were trying to do in the control room, but enemies are just, like, constantly rushing in from all sides, and this is where Nave got bonked around so many times that his cursor or his aiming sight thing is was a crosshair. Yeah, the crosshair broke loose from the center of his screen, started going all around his HUD. Yeah, right? so yeah. I could I my my crosshair I couldn't move it. I I could move it up and down the Y axis, but it wouldn't go left and right from the from the X axis, and I couldn't turn anymore. But I was walking in a way that if I pushed forward, I would walk forward. But if I went to the right, my camera would swerve around as if I was playing a third person game, and there was a character model like you know in the middle of that. Like Like, there was an axis there. It was like tank controls. It was I was I didn't know what the hell happened, and I just immediately got swarmed and killed. Because I couldn't, I was obviously unsustainable. But like, <laughs> I got bonked by something, and I fell through the geometry. And it's like the geometry caught my cursor and yanked it up with it whenever I was <laughs> up there. And then that's when I was like, "Why are my bullets shooting straight up? Wait, where is my? Why is my gun? Wait a minute, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I just, I got a video of it from our uh, from my Twitch stream, but it does not translate well because when you watch it, you're just like. There's so much visual noise because, like I, like we were talking about, it's a Left 4 Dead clone. There's a lot of shit going on all the time. Yeah. But uh, it's hard to tell what the hell is happening. I am just yelling. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I don't understand. Philip, help me. And Philip's, I'm like, Phil, do you see me? And he's like in Narnia somewhere getting mobbed by <laughs> creatures. I'm like, I don't know. But there are some bugs in this game preview. Yeah, this game's definitely in game preview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it... I don't know if they have like a planned full release date or something, but there's they there has there's a lot of work or a planned full cancellation date. You know, <laughs> either or. <laughs> Got to end one way or the other. Whenever we played Back for Blood, I came up with kind of like the same stance of I really want to play this game in a year and see how it's doing. Like I feel like I'd almost enjoy the full package whenever there's actually more to it because like I enjoyed my time with Back for Blood, but I felt like it needed more time in the oven. Whereas this game needs a lot more time. I almost fair it's not fair to review it. It is missing game, so many ingredients. And it'll give you salmonella. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think. Guns? Oh, this game, maybe. Not the guns, but they don't matter. No. If you're so not using there's... the SMG, then you're not using anything else. <laughs> what? The, the only gun that matters is the pulse rifle. 
Are you serious? Yeah. You're using the SMG? How did you survive? <laughs> we, I mean, back when the game initially came out in that preview, that, that was the only thing that I ended up using because everything else just felt, I mean, everything felt like garbage, even the SMG. But even then, like, I was, just, it felt like the most way to, like, get some sort of damage across mm -hmm. or just have, like, a, a, a fire rate to be able to do something. There was but a, it, the, the battle rifle does suck. I don't remember what it's called, the plasma rifle or something. But the there are there are perks that you can get where it's like the plasma rifle has piercing damage now. Now it shoots through three zombies, and now when you hit a headshot, it explodes zombies. And it is just like objectively like you can't like hey, the it's SMG. So it's good. like it reduces the recoil to the SMG, and I'm like <laughs> okay. And then there's another one that's like it shoots faster or something. I can't remember. It's like it's so worthless. I'm like, what? Not so I run out of bullets faster. Like, what do you fucking mean? Do I get a bigger clip? Can I get something to help <laughs> no. me? The shotgun right. sucks too. So Left 4 Dead is infamous for its awesome like set pieces, like going through No Mercy Hotel, seeing these like pretty standard environments, but in a horror thing of like we got to survive. Felt good to play. This game, you are in a already unknown environment, and they try to like, hey, this is what a shopping mall would look like on a space station. Like, cool, this is what a, a park looks like on a space station. Which, the park, one interesting thing about the park was, like, outside the sky was just giant screen. Looked up yep. at it, and some of the screens were... That was, like, the, the coolest set dressing they had. But that, That's the thing, they have it, like, set up to be so cool. Like, it could... There, there is a world where this build is like a very cool and unique setting and style, but it's just almost everything is just so unalive and empty. Like uh, um, Left 4 Dead likes to claim their like AI director at being good at pacing out Left 4 Dead campaigns. So they're actually like fun to play. I don't know how much of that is just smoke and mirrors or whatever, but in this game, you can tell that there seems to be zero pacing. It's just like, there's yeah. always a constant little trickle of enemies coming in at you. Uh, every once in a while, like you'll walk into a room and it's like, "Hey, you're in a new room. Here's two special infected. You know, fight them, whatever." Or it's like, "Oh, we got to walk down a tunnel." And there's a button. It's like, "Hey, the horde's gonna come when you push this button." And of course it is. Push the button, uh -huh. you fight the horde. Like, it never felt, I don't know, like engaging. Like it didn't seem to matter yeah. what it was happening because it's just walk and shoot. Whereas like Left 4 Dead, every time we encountered something, it was like a new Dark Souls encounter we had to unlock. Like, hey, the witch, this time it's on the stairs. We need to go this way instead of going up the stairs. In this, their version of the witch, which was... Um, oh, God. Death, death balls? I don't remember what it was called. Oh, Emphasis on death. Yeah, those <laughs> yeah. things. The whole thing with death balls is they are just sitting in the middle of a room. If you shoot or make any noise in the general area, they just transform and roll out, murder you instantly. And then and they, they murder and everyone. Every, uh -huh. The thing that's what we wiped on was death balls. Yeah, it was the death balls that killed us. Because we were screwing around, we didn't take it seriously, and then we fucking instantly died. You know what happens whenever the witch mauls someone to death? She runs the fuck away. She doesn't kill person. the whole fucking team. Like, she kills the motherfucker that woke her up. Like, they're... Like, I understand... I said this already. They're trying to be different. But, like... Balance your game better. Come on. God damn it. No fucking excuse for that. I'm still kind of hung up on the aesthetic of the game, though. Because we were, we were talking about, like, the, the interesting retro vibe, like, the way that everything looks. But there's a, whoever painted the space station is a total fucking asshole. 
Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on with these, like, very vibrant neon red, and then the next, it's, like, blue. It's, like, am I in a fucking children's play place in every I, fucking room in this place? I was thinking the exact same thing, and I've been waiting to bring it up for, like, a, a minute or two now. But in you, you look at games like Left 4 Dead or Back 4 Blood or any of these, even Extinction, like, so, even the bad ones, they have a sort of creepy feel to them. And I look at the Anacrusis, and I'm like, what episode of Teletubbies is this? <laughs> Dude, Holy Tubbies is a good pull though, because that's what it feels like. I, I, if I get it, if you want to like subvert expectations with the scary environment and make this like a very kind of sterile, like colorful thing, like maybe use like you know how in Mirror's Edge they use color to their advantage and they paint everything orange and that's the shit you can parkour off of. You know, mm -hmm. how, and you also know how we were just talking about earlier that there's a huge sense of like no the directionlessness in this fucking game. Maybe if they want to use this fucking really dark blue and this really hot red, like maybe paint the level so that the beginning is blue and you just progressively get warmer and warmer as you get towards the end and that can help you gu help guide the player in the whatever the fucking direction we're supposed to go and ev all this hallways that look exactly the same from each other they're indistinguishable because everything is ye bright yellow and, and neon orange and like i don't know where the fuck i'm going all these fucking places look the same this is all going like... into the portfolio uh that we're going to hand into tay zunday so we can all get jobs <laughs> chocolate rain <laughs> this game i feel like it really needs a tone shift too because it seems like they're playing it pretty straight as far as the npc callouts go i don't even know what the halftime what they're saying like reload and charger what was the thing you used to heal? What didn't we have one of our characters keep the way they said it? Uh like a health scanner. Probably somewhere in those repressed memories that I have. I'm <laughs> sure if you go to <laughs> Offshore Gamescast episode 32. Oh wow. We yeah. Quite specific. Well, I went back into our notes earlier. I didn't. It, it uh we we talked about it because I just have in the notes voice acting is bad. There was one specific line that kept happening that was really just ridiculous. Oh, another thing they always use is like, use your pulse. You get that one a lot. Anytime someone's getting like swarmed, another NPC needs to chime in and remind them how to play the game. Were you guys able to pick what character you played as? Yes, you do it in the options. It's not it like not when you start the game, you don't get to choose. It's like you customization or something. Customization. Scroll hmm. down, it's like your first pick and then your second pick. In case you don't get your first pick. And when you join okay, a game, you'll get a chance of getting your first or second pick. Okay, we might have missed that thing, because I just remember being assigned random characters. Yeah, that sounds so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's, yeah. right next to, it's right next to the uh, weapon skins and the emblems and stuff. It's, like, great. Look at all this. Or what keychain you got on your weapons. Like, you can't wait ooh, for microtransactions. I hope, <laughs> yeah. hope this game takes off so we can microtransaction this shit up. You watching, Nettie's? It sounds like, oh, it's like, how bright do you want it? What sensitivity do you want? All right, who do you actually want to play as? <laughs> Oh, yeah, and don't fucking make the brightness high like I do because there's a specific enemy that fucking punishes you for fucking Woo! putting the brightness too high. <laughs> Where it's just like, okay, I can't see anything, Philip. You're going to have to take care of that. <laughs> like, I don't My fucking TV is damaged now. Like, there's a bright <laughs> fucking... There's a permanent bright mark on the middle of my screen. Not just, like, bright mark, but, like, even if you're around the corner, it would, like, wash out all the colors and make everything dark. You know, they, what they could have done, instead of having that, what if they made them, like... I don't know, like Sonic sound based or something like that. And he's vibrating the air so hard that your eyeballs are shaking. 
And it like or how about like it's it's like in the future, right? Maybe they have fucking little things in their eyes, like Unglasses? like cyber cyber cyberpunk oh. fucking oh. implants. Like maybe it's a thing that shows up and you start seeing static, and you're just like, oh fuck. And the closer you get to it, the more staticky you feel. Kind of like it's like fucking Silent Hill or something. I don't know. That'd like anything else, brightness though. Good lord, that is like a hazard. Sounds amazing. <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like you you guys get we we were talking about how we liked that enemy because it was different, but I feel like in a matter of like two minutes you came up with better ideas. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I'm so sensitive because I play games in the dark at night, and then when I get flash banged, it's like I don't want to actually feel like I've been flash banged. It feels yeah. so bad. Well, Lover did the uh, the hard to see. Every time you got boomered on, you would get like a solid three seconds of just not being able to see anything. But poopy it would always be followed up by the horde. Yeah, you'd have you get poopy eyeballs and you can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when I get poopy eyeballs. Oh, I know it's the worst. <laughs> That's but my favorite Rick and Morty character. Hey guys, it's poopy eyeballs. I'm like I'm over here uh, with my friend, the dog who sleep. Like I don't know. I'm just looking at my dog. It's sleeping. I'm not good at improv. I'm sorry. I never went to improv <laughs> classes. Have that? You missed that class in high school? Yeah, I missed all my classes in high school. I mean, I, I wanted to say earlier, I was very impressed with how you, you you mix up the vertical and horizontal before, but then just busted out X-axis and Y-axis, no problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I play fucking clicker games. I've seen my spreadsheets. <laughs> I've seen my charts. I know that shit. The back of my hand. All right. Do you guys have any more meat points before we uh, roll out? Uh, who, I don't, who is I don't the person... So that who did we have on we had someone on for a game that we didn't like and they were talking about how would we improve the game and i've been trying to get myself in that mindset but it's like i also just want to be like play left for dead like 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 i feel like we've all kind of thrown out a bunch of different ideas like or, or like at least pointed out things that didn't make any sense to the point where it's like it's almost like we're already saying not to play the game like this game's not ready i mean Play it if you want to check it out. It's like it, it's a it's there's Vermintide. There's so many other games that are just better than this. And yeah, even, I don't know. It's just so much of a hill they have to climb. Like I don't even know how worth it it would be anymore. Even the games like like Vermintide or uh, Back for Blood, where like I didn't get super hooked on them, but like enjoyed them for what they were. Even those I could look at them and be like, okay, maybe I got a little bored, but they were like they were made properly. They had content. <clears throat> yeah. One we keep forgetting to bring up is World War Z. World War Z is not that bad. I think it was on Game Pass for a while. I, I played some of it. I mean, when it initially released, I definitely felt like, I mean, it was only me and one other person playing with the AI, and it definitely felt a little more difficult than, than oh, necessary. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, even even that had more substance to it and just felt better, like, even just the atmosphere. And just, like, even, even just the fact of watching the zombies climb up each other. Just that it's alone. Amazing. Like <laughs> yeah. in every single set piece, you will never not be like, oh, this is fucking cool. This is my favorite part. Where like when you're defending the train and there's there's two points where they're climbing up and you have to shoot down, you get your fucking Gatling gun and fucking shooting into them, but they're still coming because there's a billion of them. You're like, this is ridiculous. Like th it's like a billion zombies coming after you rather than in Left 4 Dead, where there's like a, a hand like a maybe a hundred. You know what I mean? And it is superficial because you're killing half a billion before they get to you but still it's like it's a sight to behold you everyone should experience world war z at least once and i'm sure that game goes on sale for like five dollars like 
a lot. On Game Pass. Mm. It's still on Game Pass? Yep. Sick. Because they came out with the new, like, what, Aftermath or whatever it is? Yeah. Oh, it's the DLC that's not on Game Pass. Yeah. Oh, well. Also, it's third person. So it's a little Gross. different in that way, too. Third person games are bad. <laughs> As we're playing Gears of War right now. <laughs> <laughs> and go and Philip's like, wow, this game is fun. And I'm like, look, I'm shooting people really good, and it feels good. <laughs> Hot off of the heels of this game. <laughs> any points left? No, I don't think so. You got anything? I mean, if anything, I just I just remembered a new thing to talk to my therapist about. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you gotta bring up the anacrusis. Let's take a break then. Right. We're back. That was that easy. Anacrusis, a game about shooting evil space aliens on a space station and just a place to social gather and hang out during a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I never really understood that either. It's not exactly like a social Go hub read, going on yeah. here. Read their website. It is a... Uh... Wait, it's to escape the pandemic to go into another pandemic where everyone's turning into zombie aliens? That's a That's pandemic, right? <laughs> But it's not its not like a social hub. Like, it's not like a place to hang out, you know? You're not just chilling there. You're constantly being attacked. Yeah, this is an ESO. Yeah. Like, where you go like, into the fucking town, and there's, like, eight people just belligerently screaming and playing rap music over their <laughs> shitty Xbox right, microphones. Yeah, this is like a daycare. <laughs> I just stand huh? there, and I just play, scroll on Twitter and just listen to them. I'm just like, it's fucking 2 a.m. on a Wednesday night, and these guys are here drunk on ESO. This is fucking great. And I'm listening to them. I'm here too. Okay, so apparently this game started development back in 2018. And the idea was based on social games, based on space novels or sci-fi books. And the idea that people just want to hang out and share space with their friends and games as they kind of go mainstream. And he referenced going to birthday parties, Animal Crossing, visiting distant loved ones in Fortnite or Valorant, or just taking a game night, Jackbox or Tabletop Simulator. Those are the games that they are uh, drawing on. That one. What? That makes no sense at all. Philip, yeah. what are these fucking gifts you're putting in these fucking Discord messages? Look at me. I think they're funny. <laughs> what, what are you doing? <laughs> no one, one noticed. I just yeah, the Stardew one. Did you guys look at the in the fucking? I, I, I yeah, I saw that. And it was kind of like I'm, I'm guess I'm joining now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you show Dave that? This is what I have to deal with all the time. <laughs> well, Dave's going to coom. <laughs> yeah, he's, it's oh. Starfield again. Oh, my goodness. He's like, all this right. is what's going on in Starfield? Not Anna Cruz's? <laughs> Who wants to go first for final words? Final nails in the coffin on this one. Uh, you know, I'll go first. I feel like I'm going to be a little less harsh. Okay. Uh, he, it, the only thing I think that is... It's on Game Pass, right? It's game preview on Game Pass. If you, have game pass, if you have Game Pass already and you're, you listen to this conversation and you're just like, it can't be that bad, right? I, I think you could have a couple hours with a few friends of like, yeah, this game is bad and get that enjoyment out of playing a bad game together. That's the nicest way I could put it. Hmm. As someone that's probably going to be the second le uh, least harsh step in here, and I'd say don't play this game with your friends. <laughs> like there's so many better games on game pass this game i mean yeah totally has solid art direction a solid base i say solid as in it exists not that it's playable but come back in like a year or maybe longer 
Like apparently they've been working on it since 2018, but uh, they need some more time. Small team, I guess. A new studio. Maybe they can turn this into a decent product by the, by the time it's released. But right now, it is not even close to being playable. You're, like you're gonna if you play this if you recommend this game to friends and they download it and you know start it up, you're gonna lose some points <laughs> with them. Like you're gonna get a telltale. <laughs> they will remember that in the corner of your fucking yeah. screen. They're gonna they're not gonna remember. They're not gonna play anything else that you ever recommend. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter. I mean, if if they're even gonna be your friend after that. Yeah, are we are we allowed back on the show after this? I don't know. There is a facet. There's a facet of the people who listen to this show that really like it when we play something that I don't like because of <laughs> yeah. how absurdly dramatic I can get about things. But uh, no, you guys are always you guys are allowed back on. This is this is fun. I you led with we hate this game, and I was just like yeah. I hate the name, so <laughs> I'm yep. already not wanting to play it a little bit. I mean, I'm the one who went out of our way. I was like, we're doing Wolfenstein Youngblood. Philip was like, Philip got Far Cry 6, and I was like, I'm going to buy this game and play it with you, knowing I wasn't going to like it. And like, I'm doing this to myself a little bit, but because I could have easily been like, this looks awful. No, thank you. But <laughs> and then you'd be like, let's words? Just talk about Halo 2. Yeah, that's it. I will say, <laughs> Wolfenstein Youngblood has been in the back of my head since the idea of talking about the anacrusis came up because that is also another one that is like why is it this bad that game damaged me like i couldn't stop thinking about it i was in a bad mood for like two weeks that brain lives or that game lives in my brain rent free just so i can think about like at least this isn't wolfenstein whenever i play another game Every time I'm playing a bad game, I think about Wolfenstein. Just like every time I play a game and something sad happens that actually makes me sad, I think about The Last of Us Part Two and how it doesn't do that to me. I like Dave. Did you have your final words? (laughs) It's okay. Um, what? Oh, Dave. Damn it! We did it. It happened. Right. I know. I I was. I was thinking the exact same thing, but I'm like, I'm just gonna keep my goddamn mouth shut and just wait. Uh. So. I think uh, that the Anacrusis uh, is a disgrace to Game Pass itself. Um, I, I don't. I understand that there's effort in game design, but I feel like if I woke up in the morning and I drank my third cup of coffee and I looked at that, and I would just have to go in the mirror and then just watch it shatter in front of my face, just knowing what I created. I I literally can only think of the most positive thing being the flasher. I, I there is nothing positive about this game, and if it disappeared and and just never existed, I I think. I mean, would we have even had a pandemic? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. I think that's the first time I've ever heard anyone say flashers are positive. <laughs> uh, I, I like how we went from the the least negative to progressively <laughs> blaming the, way had to go. This, the pandemic on this game. I mean, it didn't help the pandemic. <laughs> I, I mean, it didn't help technically, I guess. No, we're actually on a... It made, was it, it returning now? wait to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. All right, Nate, what are we playing next week? Gears, maybe. Yeah, Gears 4. You guys familiar? Oh, oh yeah. Love On it. Game Pass. You liked Gears 4? So I, I remember when the game came out, I, a lot of my friends were very mid with it. And then 5 came out, and everyone was like, this game is great, and I just never got around to playing 5. But apparently I played 4 and beat it on Insane. And I was like, oh. I don't remember that at all. But every time we get into a set piece that's a big fight, I, I feel my repressed memories come back. I feel my heart rate start to race again. I feel my eyes dilate a little bit. I'm like, fuck. 
this is gonna be horrible and we're playing it on like hardcore so we're literally just running at the enemies just chainsawing them just fucking around and but and i'm just like reliving the vietnam flashback of this game on insane <laughs> because it is terrible the game on gears of war 4 on insane is worse than playing halo infinite lasso which i did by the way yeah Philip. Okay. you talk about it every week <laughs> <laughs> let me guess you play guitar on expert on rock band too mm, with my feet and i drum with my hands and molly hits the kick pedal my dog i trained her all right <laughs> So now I'm going to take this moment to once again thank our guest, old Dylan and Dave from Offshore Gamecast. Thanks, boys. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. This is this was a good time. A fun, fun little get together. Yeah, where we just get really angry about a game. Yeah, we. That, <laughs> you know, I, like that game is like whenever it came in, I just saw the cover art, and this was definitely a book book cover art situation where you see the the cover. What am I saying? Judging a book by its cover. Yeah, I judge the crap out of this book. And you just me like, a stroke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I like threw that puppy right on my two playlist. So whenever you, like Nave said, we're playing Anna Crucis or Anna Crisis, Anna Chrysler. And I'm like, awesome, we're going to play Anna Chrysler. And then uh, like, did I not go let my... him know you guys hated it, by the way. <laughs> oh, okay. so oh, he's in there trying perfect. to be happy about it, thinking you guys were you're happy about it. Start playing. I'm like, this game isn't so good. Nave and Nave's like, I hate this. <laughs> we should have kept that going until we started recording. Like, I really I mean, like this we game, were... guys. It's on Game Pass. It's awesome. <laughs> it's a small indie team. They're really putting together. They're putting in the work, and I can see that their work is paying off. <laughs> I mean, we, we were sitting there, there at work, and and uh, Dylan was like, Oh, hey, yeah, we're 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 getting invited on. It's co-op stuff. Let's talk about a co-op game. What do we talk about? And then he just like a small little pause, <laughs> and then he goes, What if? What if we asked them to play the Anacrusis? And I just went, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like like my, my first thought was like, that sounds really mean, but also we shouldn't be the only ones suffering. <laughs> well, it's great because no one is ever gonna ask us to play this game ever. So like that's perfect. It's not like when people come on, they're like, hey guys, have you heard of this game called Elden Ring? That's the game I want to talk about. I'm like, yeah, you and everyone fucking else. Like yep. <laughs> We had a four-hour episode on that one. Come on. You know, it's funny. I, last time I was on the show, I talked about Elden Ring. What everyone we love us some Elden Ring. <laughs> they're like, hey, man, I really liked Halo 3. It's like, yeah. Or <laughs> I know. It's like, the only game we play is League of Legends. <laughs> well, we did an episode on League of Legends, even though it's not super co-op-y. We just kind of said it was. It was like a lot of people want to play, talk about Destiny. And I'm like, we've had two episodes on Destiny. In the second episode, <laughs> we were like, this is Destiny 1? question mark but really we just talked about destiny 2 the whole time <laughs> doesn't matter we don't even know what we're doing anymore Who does? and with that i want to thank our co-op partners for joining us this week maybe next time we can all go shoot some space aliens in the 70s Bye. or uh uninstall this game yeah there you go